0: Back to another edition of the Power Podcast. this week. I'm joined by Birdie. Hey, how's it going? And your host Hamish, Forty and Ham unfortunately are out. And given Origin is tomorrow night, we decided we need to push forward today uh, to get this out. Because um, I'll be away at Origin. And I'm not quite sure what your boys' plans are for tomorrow.
1: Yeah, maybe just do the Watching same.
0: Origin somewhere.
1: Yeah, pretty much that. Just do homemade pizza or something.
0: I'll be out at the venue because uh, I purchased my tickets prior to game one. <laughs> more fool me. Uh, let's jump straight back to uh, last Saturday night. 21,000 in attendance. Warriors, 46 to the Eels, 10. Try scorers Bailey Simonson and Sean Lane, both going over. Sean Russell, one from two conversions. Uh, not good, Bertie.
1: Yeah, look, it's... I don't know, like, the way I look at it, um, you know, against Manly, you know, I want to say we got lucky, but they were also missing, like... Um, Their fullback and their um, halfback, Taylor Jones, who's pretty much been, you know, the best player this Origin series. So when you look at the Warriors, they weren't really missing anyone to be like, like I ever said in the Discord, are they like full strength? I can't think of anyone that they're missing. Like, um, you know, like
0: they were missing um, that halfback that uh, the five eighth. um, I forget his name, but Tamari um, Mata, is that it? Tamara Martin, that's right, but probably Metcalf has sort of won that job. Even if Tamara Martin was fit now,
1: yeah, like you know he he didn't do anything bad, and it's not like as if um look, Sean Johnson had a decent game, but it, you know as I said, Metcalf, as you said, Metcalf outperformed him, and we just didn't want to tackle him. He, you know he had two runs for two tries. I saw a stat like that, and it just seems like um, it was like a training group. Like you could tell. The class out there, or the def, you know, out there, like we had, you know, Lumi. Like, I'm not trying to disrespect Lumi Lumi and you know those players, but like they just weren't a cut above. They weren't first grade material. Like they were just cutting through. And 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 another thing, Will Pinnocenno. I'm I'm his biggest fan, but he had like four or five tackles with dog shit. Like his contact was dreadful. Like that first break, buried on that edge
0: of one Lumi Lumi outside of him, just jamming for no reason. Uh, but two on the inside, and it's where the Warriors targeted very well, was Cartwright and um, and Madison, um, who was you know usually a middle player these days, but defending at 58 there, and they just ran a train down that 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 well, it was a highway.
1: Oh yeah, like uh, look, you know we praised, you know I, I don't think anyone had a good game. I don't, I, you know, there's no one there that put a hand up said, you know, yeah, well, yeah. If you have if you have the great so he was the best, but. Even by his standards, it wasn't a bad game from him. It was just a normal game, if that makes sense. Like, he's had better games um, heading into this. And, you know, like, even Sean Lane, he was pushing a pass. Like, there's a t- couple of times he was just pushing it. It just seems like... And it's pretty much the story of our season. Nothing went our way. You know, we we were... You know, before the ball was kicked, we were stood up for disaster. And, you know, I said on the podcast last week, you know, I fear for this game because, you know, the Warriors, they were embarrassed at home. They were pretty much full strength. Um, they're coming to Parramatta where, you know, they don't have a good record in Australia. Ironically, this year they do. But, you know, we've we've pretty much touched them up over here in Australia. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like, we're bound to have a game like this in us. You know, we've had, you know, five good games in a row. Or five, you know, we've, you know, we've won five games in a row. And I can't, the last game that was this bad, like even, I think maybe it would have been the Roosters game. Like, you can say like, or even the Titans game to, to a degree, like the effort levels and even the, um, the discipline. So... Yeah, it's just one of those ones where we just you get one of those a year, you know, or two or three, and just the less we talk about it, you know, the as long as they learn from their mistakes and um, but yeah. Well, just
0: touching on that ill discipline, we completed at sixty nine percent, and it seemed like every error we had, it went into the arms of a Warriors player to have a forty meter line break, and which just compounded that we were defending every set. Um, added to that, their forwards rolled us completely in the middle and I do owe you an apology birdie in the preview pod. Um, you said you were worried about the middle forwards and our bench rotation to which I, uh, go forward. Um, and I thought our bench players who had come in and done a real job in the last couple of weeks when there'd been ins and outs and whatever else. Uh, but I guess missing your whole starting spine, uh, can lead to, uh, you know, I think there was just one too many outs this week that broke the camels back, and I'm not going to say if we have all those players back in, we're going to beat the Warriors in the form that we're in, uh, but it's a frigload closer than what it is.
1: Look, and I, I don't want to put um, or talk smack about Junior, but this might be like you'd expect Junior was the leader out there. He was the captain, so like you'd thought he could lead by example. I'm not saying he had a bad game, but I was expecting him, you know, to you know put it on his shoulders and carry, you know, and try and you know initiate something, and I don't know whether or not, like, you know, and this could, you know, damn down, like, I don't think he's a good captain, he's a great leader, but I don't think he's a good captain, well, you look at Hopgood, like, his actions, you can tell he's a leader, and, like, a future captain of the club, like, he just, you know, he tries his hardest, and Junior just seems like, I don't know, maybe he was, like, you'd think a guy who got snubbed for Origin, he'd have, like, you know, his best game, you know, or, like, you know, a statement game, to show, like, hang on, like, you know, Freddie made another mistake, but, yeah, Junior just once again, you know, had another dull game, or, Pretty much went, you know, non-existent.
0: Well, I think part of that, and whilst I think EA's yeah, been a lot better with his bench rotation this year, um, I thought on Saturday night there were some questions raised, especially when he had Junior and Jermaine Hopgood off for long periods at the same time, and you're really relying on blokes like Joe O'Fengowey, who's been, you know, plagued with injury and is only shortly coming from. Uh, the West's Tigers or Makahesi playing, you know, almost 40 minutes. You only put Luca Moretti on for 18 minutes, where I think he'd probably give you 25, 30. Um, and, of course, you've got Sean Lane coming back his first game from an injury. Uh, added to that, I think Bryce Cartwright probably had his worst uh, game this season in first grade. That was the old Bryce had sort of returned. Um, and, you know, Brendan Hands got taken off with eight minutes to go. I think that was mostly because of... Um, They didn't want to risk the nine going down in a game where they were already well beaten. Um, And you already touched on it, Loomy Loomy. Uh, I thought he did some good ruck work, but again, I thought he really let down and he was the one reason for at least three tries on that right edge where he didn't jam. But you're completely right, Bertie. The effort, the contact was not there. And Sean Russell at fullback, uh, that's definitely not his spot. He's definitely a winger. And I think we've really learned how much we missed Gus's Uh, Gutherson at fullback um, with his ability to uh, direct our defence for either side um, but also, you know, just his communication, work off the ball and his single defensive effort at fullback. I thought that was really missing um, that leadership and direction at fullback and it seems likely now he's going to be playing for New South Wales after uh, it came out that Spencer Leneu might take his uh, his bench spot Um, but
1: I was going to say, like, you can tell, like, you know, people harp on Guffo, say, you know, he's overpriced or overpaid. He's not in that tier with, like, Teddy and Latrell and um, Turbo. But, like, you know, and I'm not hating on um, uh, Sean Russell. Like, I feel as though he was overawed or, like, he had so much to do. Like, organised defensive line, get in and help, you know, ruck out the ball. You know, and he's a winger and that's it. It's kind of like Simonson. He's a centre. He's not a winger anymore. He can't play. Like, he can probably cover, but... It's not. He's not gonna get. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get the best out of him out of that position. And Guffo, Guffo, he's just everywhere. Like wherever you look, he's always. He's making the cover side tackle. Um, he's he's taking a run up. You know, like he's yeah. He's there's a reason he's the fittest at the club. He just works his ass off, right. And and that's some of the, that's some of the work. Like people don't like or people. He doesn't get praised for it. If that makes sense. All the, you know and. Yeah, it's just unfortunate, you know, we're just, you know, one, two, one, one person short, and it just shows you, and even when we did the review or the preview last year, uh, last week for the game, you know, this is his first time we've played with Garfo since 2017, I believe it was, so, you know, it's just... For,
0: for a meaningful match, there was yeah. a, a game or two where he set out the last round where we'd already made the finals.
1: Yeah, so when, you, when you've when got a guy there who's like, he's the first person picked every week, and you just that continue, you know. He has plays coming in and out, and it's just, you know, he's he's pretty much a rock, you know. You know, he's a solid one back there, and yeah, you know, I was a bit harp on him in the first couple of weeks of the season, but you know, he's been, you know, close to our best player this year. So yeah, we definitely missed him. And Moses' kicking game, you know, uh, I saw Ham mention it in the Discord. Like usually he kicks it and it lands like the opposition. He gets him pinned in the, in the in the five meter line, and then this week they're like they're in their twenty. So it just shows you. Um, Spine players, you know, it might be a cliche, but your spine is literally... There's a reason why you pay them a lot of money, and, yeah, it's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, I was about to make that point. Dejan Arcee was, he's filled in admirably at 5'8", and, of course, he did uh, win that game of Manly at halfback. Here, when we were on the back foot, we were losing the ruck. Um, Warriors' forward pack was on top. Uh, It really did show um, how much we missed that long-clearing, kicking game of Moses, who probably has one of the better uh, long-range and even short-range uh, kicking games in the competition. And as you said, Bertie, it was hitting them on the chest at the 20-metre line or the 30-metre line, and they were starting their sets on their 40-metre line and almost on the halfway, uh, which just, again, compounded onto those uh, continual defensive sets. I think if you wanted to look at the field position, whilst the Warriors had 56% of the ball, I assume about 70% of the game was played in our half. Um, And in fairness to Dajon and in fairness to Sean Russell, you know, they haven't had all that much first grade. They've been asked to step up uh, in a team which has had so many outs. And when you're missing your first choice, fullback, halfback, 5'8", and hooker. And I know Hodgson hasn't been in the greatest form this season, but still he's someone who has a lot of uh, experience. You're missing all of those players. Um, It was just too much this week for uh, coming up against a team that is deservedly in the top eight and uh, has a very good chance of finishing in the top four.
1: I mean, when you look at the beginning of the season, Russell was in, you know, he's marked to be um, a New South Wales Cup, you know, winger. Then you got like pretty much Lumi Lumi, New South Wales Cup player. Like all these players, Dejanasi, Ogden, Hands, like. Um, Davey became mid-season, Moretti, like all these players in the team, pretty much I think three-quarters of the team, you know, beginning of the season, they'll be in uh, Regis, Regis team. So, you know, we don't get – no one mentions our injury list as much, um, but we were heavily depleted. And, yeah, you look – oh, yeah. I, I'm curious to see, like, if – you know, and everyone likes to compare, like, when the Roosters had injuries, like, they had, like, three or four million on out. I want to know how much – collectively, um, you know, our players were out in terms of the money compared to the Warriors because, you know, as we said, all they're missing is Tamari Martin and he was like, I think he came out of retirement, so he's not like as if he was like lighting the world up the last couple of years. So it's just one of those games, you know, we're just our class, you know. Sometimes you get that. It's just like junior football, you know. Um, there's always going to be a better team. There's always going to be number one team. And then, yeah, we played like um Reggie's team, to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, I think the thing that doesn't have me worried is, A lot of the defensive issues are fixable. You know, you put back in those players who will will get back next week or at the end of this week uh, coming, and that fixes a lot of those defensive issues. You put Gutho at at fullback, that gives you a lot more direction, uh, a lot better defensive uh, shape and um, the ability to call out um, where players should be in the defensive line. And then you get the leadership of Gutho, of Moses and... um, you also get Reg back, who's been a power um, forward. And some of those sort of fringe reserve grade props are going to go back to the New South Wales Cup. Um, so I th- they've, they've had that five-win re- streak. Um, I think we thought coming into that streak, would probably drop the Rabbitohs game, but we needed to win the rest. Uh, instead, we won the Rabbitohs game, and then we dropped this game to the Warriors um, so I still think we're in a good position, or at least a, a position, to, to get a finals berth after the uh, crap start to the year, but it will take us winning, I think, at least four games in the run home.
1: Yeah, just one of those we just reset and um, get all the, you know, all the trips back and then um, go from there and you know, restart the win streak again.
0: Sounds like a plan, Bertie. Well, let's go to the New South Wales Cup. Which saw the Eels going down to the Warriors, thirty-six to fourteen. Uh, Arthur Miller, steven Jack Murchie, and Jacob Davis all going over. Uh, Rankin one from three off the boot. Um, yeah, we, we expected this Warriors team to get over the top, and they were very good uh, in the the lead-up game.
1: I mean, bright note um, that the fullback Arthur Miller, steven You know what a find we've got. Like, um, I'm not saying he's going to be the next big thing, but like. You compare him; he, he just brings that spark and energy, and you know, in a very you know, I don't want to disrespect the people in this South Wales Cup team, but it's very dull and it's very boring. And like you know, and I was talking to, um before the game or during the game, like you look at how many players are in here who are pretty much have a have a top thirty contract, and it's it's a waste of money and a waste of um roster spot. Like it just seems like. <laughs> We're literally scraping the bottom of the barrel for our New South Wales Cup team, and you know I, f- I feel as though I'd rather sacrifice winning a New South Wales Cup you know, Premiership as long as we have our you know our youngsters and juniors coming through. Do what do what like the Penrith you know do they have their youngsters playing like so maybe next year we will have the likes of um Penicini's brother Sanders you know uh you know even the double double get him some more regular game time starting so it's just it's one of those ones where. I think the less we pay attention to that, the better. But, uh, yeah, what else can you say about a just South Wales Cup team coached by Nathan Kalis?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we go down to the FLEG, which a uh, bit of an upset win there of 24-18 over the Rabbitohs to keep their slim finals hopes alive. Uh, Ethan Martin, Joshua Lynn, Matt Arthur, Jock Brazzle and Terrell Williams all going over. Um, so talking about players of the future, I guess Matt Arthur there at the hooking role. Um a couple of these players who came out of that SG ball winning squad uh, are putting in for the FLEG team and uh, hopefully can uh, cement themselves a position in the FLEG team for next year and pushing towards that New South Wales Cup team as well. Yep. All right, let's go to some Eels news. And I don't have that up right now, but um, they announced the NRLW team. Uh, I guess a review as well the um, NRLW. Uh, played their trial match, uh, getting over the top uh, in that fixture. Uh, what was the score there? Sorry, I'm just trying to reframe that.
1: Uh, oh, I know it was a close game. Um, where is it? Um, women's National No, that's the wrong one.
0: Yep, it's not coming up anyway. Um, but I'll just say that, yeah, no, they had a good hit out there. There's certainly um, some uh, players coming back from uh, last year's ca- campaign and then uh, a couple of our recru- recruits... Uh, uh, Albert and um, the halfback. I've forgotten her name.
1: Was it that Casey Tohu Tohu to- uh, to- something C-H-T, I think her initials are
0: halfback from Dragons who oh. we poached.
1: Ah oh. oh. oh, Pearson, that's it. Very good in the trial match. She's got a big. Um, she's, got a, she's got a big kicking game. Like you could tell. Like uh, it's very it's kind of like a, it's high and deep. So, like, it gives a, it gives the, um, uh, you know, defense line plenty um, of uh, time to get down there and um, for f- defense. Uh, Zali Faye, you know, once again, she, you know, even though she's, I think it's her second season, this, this will be her second season, but she just has that, um, she's like an athlete that you can tell, like, she's, um, and I'm not disrespecting any women, but, like, she's a footballer first. And and the other center, she's like a powerhouse. There's one run where it, it literally, it, it reminded me of um, Penasini's vent on... Um, Oh, Matt Burden in that semifinal game we lost to the Panthers. It was just, he, she just ran over a person and her, her legs were pumping. And yeah, that long range try um, to uh, Casey... Oh, can't, I'm going to butcher her name. I'm just going to say CHT. I believe that's her initials. Where she literally... CTH, that's it. Sorry. CHT. Yeah, where she she misread the ball. Like she overran it, gets it back. And then she just, you know, broke, broke clear and... Um, she looked like the roadrunner out there, like she was just um, short strides, not like Zali Faye, who has like those long strides. But she just, you know, they couldn't catch her and she was just off and away. And yeah, she, I know she's only, I think she's twenty years old, so like very young. And yeah, it's just, um, yeah, even uh, the prop we have from the dragons, Elise Albert is her name, I believe her name is Elsie. I'm very terrible with names. She was very solid. You know, we've missed that. I know we're going to miss uh, Simona, Simona taifa. But she brings that you know uh, the dominance in the run, and you know she's a very handful to stop. and then then you have like Cherrington after that like it just I've, you know I know uh, we lost a few players uh, you know to other teams, but I feel as though we're we're gearing up and we won't have a backward step this year. I feel as though we'll get hopefully we do get better and win it, but in terms of consistency over the regular season games where we only won like one or two games, I feel as though we will be better and we're you know, pretty much primed for the future.
0: And tickets are now on sale, so the first is, uh, NRLW match is against the new Wests Tigers team, uh, and those tickets are on sale, uh, but that'll be taking place at Combank on Sunday, the 23rd of July at 12 noon, so get your tickets now so that you can get out for that game. Uh, then the other news, I guess, was Dylan Brown with uh, the club accepting the sanctions from the NRL, plus adding on an extra $20,000 uh, fine, and then, sorry, I'm just trying to get that last little bit because there was, uh, he has to undertake comprehensive alcohol management plan designed by appropriate experts, of learnings to the club's elite pathways players, uh, take on immediate and ongoing professional counselling and support, and re-engage, uh, uh, partake in re-engagement initiatives with club stakeholders. Um, so from the media release today, it seems like Dill has realized his, uh, how wrong his actions were, hopefully he can rehabilitate and he'll be back on the paddock in the next month or so.
1: Yeah. I I said, um, I felt as though, uh, the punishment that we, uh, that he was handed out was a bit too light. Like I wanted to go down the hundred thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollar route and 50,000 suspended and, you know, possibly suspended for the rest of the year. You know, I, you know, I made my, um, intentions clear or my feelings felt clear last week that we don't need that shit at this club and I feel as though he's gotten off scot-free um you know he's done a really you know serious mistake and um I'm sure I just hope he learns from this because you know and I said it just hate repeating myself but what more do these players how much more education do they need before they realize they shouldn't be doing this shit it's not it's unacceptable so I feel as though he's got off got off scot-free but um he owes the club massively and, you know, he before this incident, he was, you know, he's doing very well. He was carrying us, you know, and, yeah, he, he owes us a big time.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, and you're right, it is quite light, but uh, it seems to be pretty consistent with what the NRL has dished down uh, in the recent past. So um, it is what it is, unfortunately. Um, hopefully he can make it up and uh, hopefully he won't be reoffending anytime soon. Mm. Uh, uh, let's get to, uh, so this week we have a... Buy in the flag. Also uh, the dogs have a bye. And so in the NRL uh, sorry, the knock on effect New South Wales Cup will take place three forty five PM on Sunday, the sixteenth of July at Combag Stadium. Eels in eleventh taking on the Rabbitohs in eighth position. Curtain raiser to first grade, which takes place at six fifteen PM. Uh, and so looking at this lineup, the NRL uh, the New South Wales Cup team gets back Isaac Lumi Lumi, Makahesi Makatoa, Offihigi Ogden, and Sam Loizu comes back from the injury ward. Um, so it looks probably a, a better strength team, although I see Zach Sini is playing in at 5'8, um, which probably is not his best position.
1: Yeah, it's. Having a ve-
0: quick look at the Rabados team, they've got a lot of first graders in there.
1: Yeah, look. I don't know, very weird. Like, Sam Loizu in centre, like. I don't know, like, I thought, you know, he was playing Fleg, you know, not that long ago, I just, I don't know, Zach Sini, like, he just pops up everywhere, fullback, you know, centres, wing, like, I just, I don't know, it's, I don't know what you could do, you know, I know we're, we're missing players, and New South Wales Cup are also missing players, but this team is just, I don't think they're prepared and set up for, su- for success at the moment, and yeah, what else, what else what, you know, what else can we do, like, um, it just shows you, like, with we have we need more depth, especially in, in the in the, in the spine. We need more outside backs. You know we need another you know half, and you know next year that could be Sanders there. You know, but uh, yeah, we don't got depth at all.
0: Yeah, I guess the other thing we didn't touch on was uh, we're looking for hooker depth for the back end of the season, whilst Hodgson's um, long term prognosis remains up in the air. Um, we're looking at getting back um, who who was the hooker we sent over to um...
1: uh, Joey Lusick, I believe.
0: Joey Lusick, we were inquiring about him. Uh, whether or not we can get him back mid-season is another thing. But uh, obviously, the club's identified the startling lack of hooker depth. It seems to be a constant issue at the club, even going back to, well, well, well the very beginning of BA's time here when we had uh, De DeGoyce and, uh, and we had Nathan Peets. Um, I don't know. Kevin. The club just doesn't seem to value hookers, really.
1: <laughs> it's very odd because, like, you know... Um... Especially with us, you know, if we're going to be playing with two hookers in the team, you know, we, you know, we're going to need, you know, so we're obviously going to need, we need at least four hookers to be honest, you know, two for the New South Wales Cup, two for first grade. So, until, you know, Brendan Hands, you know, takes over full time and plays like, you know, eighty minutes each week, we're going to need, you know, these players into, you know, into Reggie's. Which got me thinking, like, I know, I know he gets a cop a lot of flack, but what about Flano's son? Would he? What do you mean, bad to play for New South Wales Cup? Like, dummy half for us? Like, I'm not expecting much from first grade, but, you know... Yeah. Has he already signed? Oh, okay, well, scratch that then.
0: The whispers that his dad was going to get him over at the Dragons.
1: Yeah. And, and, oh, I feels like we need, we need someone just to just to cover it into a Matt Arthur, you know, eventually, uh, you know, joins into into the Reggie's. But, um, yeah, we need a, we need a you know, bolster our depth.
0: Yeah, the other name that was floated around was Simkin from West's Tigers. Um, given they're out of the Premiership race uh, this season or the finals race, um, and they've apparently given him permission to seek a job elsewhere, I wouldn't mind uh, signing him as a backup, especially since we got uh, rid of Mitch Rain. So,
1: yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we need we literally need like, and, and so we're not expecting um, him to jump in and you know be named in the on the bench for us. We just need someone in case God forbid something happens to Hands, then we pretty much we are really you know really screwed.
0: Well, that's it, it's done um, if, if that comes to pass like, yeah. and, and the club, what, two years ago Against Penrith, we had to play Ray Stone as a, as a hooker in a finals game Because we were down to our Fourth string hooker, so you think the club Would be putting in um, some stop gaps To have more than two hookers Here when it seemed to be a problem For so long
1: yeah, I just exactly. don't understand it And again,
0: that's not an indictment on hands. I think he's done a fantastic job, and he's been a real fine this season. Um, But I think it it will tell when we get to the finals, uh, when you're playing the – well, if we get to the finals, when you're playing cream of the crop. Um, I don't know if he's an 80-minute hooker yet, if Hodgson can't be back.
1: Yeah, and like even if you just give him a 10-minute break, we we need to put someone out there. And maybe, you know – us, he might go, he might be our bench utility and he could probably play dummy half for a bit or, you know, Dylan Brown can go in there for like a 10-minute stint, like, you get we're expecting a lot from hands, you know and, you know, like, look at Reed Marnie in his first year, you know, he was, you know, struggling a bit, like, this is his first full proper season in the first grade, and the same thing with Hopgood as well, you know, sometimes you've got to bench these players and give them, a, you know, a spell just for 10 minutes and, you know, we don't have Ray Stone anymore who could cover for, at a pinch but, um, yeah we we really need a utility bench on the uh, utility play on the bench, and maybe that's Aussie.
0: Yeah, you're right. Once Dilber comes back, that might be the uh, the answer. Um. All right. Well, let's get to first grade then. So 6:15 p.m. on Sunday, the 16th of July, again at Combank Stadium. Um. Do you know why we're playing at 6:15? It seems rather weird.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like we we had that for a while. Where um in the beginning of the season, then we went away from that. I don't. I don't know maybe it's because of the origin period I, I could be wrong
0: Um one the game under Friday. 19s origin on Thursday so you've only got one game on Friday but then again they could have played a 6pm Friday game
1: Yeah look the NRL I don't, I, don't, I don't get it like they just make their you know weird draws like even us like even giving us some weird time slots like in earlier season we'll get the pub slots so you know as I said they um they have them for the beginning of the season which I don't mind that the first 4 weeks but a 615 Sunday game yeah, I don't know. It's a bit too cold, you know. And the kids got you know kids got school the next day. I think I believe always school holidays. Uh, it's a now? pupil
0: free day, so it'll ah. be um, they get the Monday off. But still, like me, I've got um I've got uh, Disney on Ice in the morning, so that's already out at uh, near Acor Stadium. I think yes. it's Acer Arena, whatever they call it now.
1: Yeah, well, if you if you look at next week, there's no six pm game. It's only it's only a four o'clock game. So like, you know, it'd be
0: hard to like turn around and get out there for the for the Sunday evening game Um, to see if I can actually get there in person, but I don't think so. And there's only a couple of home games left. I think we've got two others, Roosters and Dragons, besides this one. So, um, all right. Well, on that, uh, I'll run through the team list. Uh, So, we'll start um, at fullback for the Titans. We've got AJ Brimson. On the wings, we've got Khan Pereira and Philip Asami. In the centres, Brian Kelly and Aaron Schopp. Then at 5'8", eight, we've got Kieran Foran and Tanner Boyd at halfback. In the forwards, we've got Mikey Fotoweka and Tino Faso we at captain. That's whether or not he uh, will be uh, playing at Bulldogs with a, a deal, uh, what is it, a couple of shares in a pub. Uh, hooker is Sam Verrills, David Fafita, and Cleese Haas in the second row. Isaac Liu at lock, Jaden Campbell, Chris Randall, Aaron Clark, Jojo Fafita in the And Isaac Fuamalaawi, Jacob Alec, Kino Kinney, Cruz Leeming, Ken Mamalo, Tony Francis, and Thomas Bacalli on the extended bench. Then for the Eagles, we've got Clint Gutherson returns at captain and fullback. Mega at Sean Russell on the wings. Sean uh, returning to his preferred spot at wing. Will Pennicini, Bailey Simonson in the centres. Dajon Arcee at 5'8", with Mitch Moses returning at halfback. RCG at prop. Junior Paulo also starting prop. Brendan Hans at hooker. Sean Lane, Bryce Cartwright in the second row. Jermaine Hopgood at lock. Then the bench is Luca Moretti, Joe Offahan galway Andrew Davey, Ryan Madison, and the extended bench, Offerhi Ogden and Mac- Hesse Makatoa drop off. Uh, the 17, Wanga Blake, Matt Durie, Hayes Dunster, and Isaac Olumi. Uh, so looking at that team list, um, apart from Dylan Brown uh, not featuring, that's probably the best this team's looked in a long time.
1: Yeah, like even... Um, we're even still missing Widomu as well. Like, I just... Like from what we got at the available, like that is the best we can dish out. Um, I'm a bit surprised that Moretti has retained his bench spot, and Ogden and Makotoa have made way for him because you'd you'd think, um, you know, for game two, um, Moretti had a good game against the Cowboys, but he was out the next week. So like, it's it's very interesting. Brad Arthur, um, has decided to give him some more time in first grade. Um, I don't mind it. I don't hate it because we need to know what we have. Like we can we already know Ogden and Makotoa are solid. So far, but uh, Moretti's, like you know, he could he be, um, you know, another player that we can you know bring into first grade this year, especially heading into the finals if we do play finals time. So, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, it's good to see Sean Lane starting. Um, just gotta cut those errors out. Don't push your pass, mate. Um, you know you got plenty of times to work it in or work work into your game. Um, other than that, um, yeah, it's, I'm nervous. Can I say? Can I be nervous again? Two weeks in a row, like? Well, of course, you can be nervous yeah. because. Both
0: teams are pretty much in must-win situation. The Titans have got seven wins on the season. We've got nine. Uh, Titans pretty much need to win out from here to be a, a good crack at the finals, whereas we've got to win at least, for mine, I think 13 wins with a good for and against will get you in. Uh, but again it could could well be 14 wins required to get in this season which will mean we pretty much have to win all three of our home games against Titans roosters and dragons and then we've got to win one or two of our road games against the Cowboys the storm the Panthers and I'm forgetting who the last team is but it, it's certainly uh, a tough one. and and the Broncos you're right uh, that that game being played at the cricket ground because of um, the 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 women's uh, uh, World Cup. Um, but it's certainly a difficult run home. And, and can we just touch on that? This draw this year has been absolutely pathetic. When you've got players from other teams saying how shit the draw has been for Parramatta, fucking wake up, NRL. This is disgraceful. We have The amount of times we've had to back up against teams off a bye, we haven't had one uh, bye throughout the origin period. Um, it's absolutely pathetic that they can't get a draw proper.
1: Yeah, I think also I heard Forty say we got the most five day turnarounds as well. Like, but hang on, and as he said, uh, every team goes through this. You know, the Broncos apparently played three teams off a bye, even though it was mid season or whatever. But they they used the same system as the NFL. Like, you know, it's all you know hunky dory. I just and I said and I'm gonna keep saying it, and to whether or not we win the grand final this year or not, this season we will set up for disaster. We had the Ryan Madison. You know, we had to make a decision within a day whether or not you're taking the fine or the suspension. You know, on your Mad Monday, you know, we had players injured. Like, we're not going to have our fully, you know, fully strength 17 all season, you know. Now, whether or not Wonga Blake is in it or Hodgson in it, but we're not going to have anyone because, you know, Reg missed games. You know, Lane missed games. It just seems like this season was a disaster. And on top of that, you know, end, you know, towards the you know, towards the, you know, I run home. You know, we first Cowboys, who were top four last year. Storm, who, you know, are top four now. Broncos, who are pushing for the minor premiership. Panthers are back to the bit, you know. We, this draw, we, we had no favours. And then you go and look at the Warriors, you know, they've got a cruisy run towards the end of the finals. You look at, you know, we even played the Dragons once this year, and it's in round 23, you know. So we don't even get like, yeah, yeah. Like we, and then you look at the, and then you look at the sharks, right now. in saying that, I'd rather be a Parramatta fan than a Sharks because if you looked at their record against the top eight teams, they're very shit. They, I don't think they, I think they've won two or three games. So, look, if we do make the finals, we would have done it the hardest way, and we would have been battle tested. Exactly, and there's been there was a couple of years where people said, "Well, flat track bullies." Well, the last two years I think, you know, this team has proven they're not flat track boys. They've actually won, you know, you know, we're the only team who consistently can beat the Panthers and trouble them. I don't know what it is, but for some reason we just we just managed to get a result out of them. So even though besides the grand final, but other than that it's just yeah, I just yeah, we've got no we get no favors at all from head office, so
0: All right. Well to this game on the weekend, uh, against the Titans we'd had a very good success rate. I think they hadn't beat us in six years up until that game earlier this season. Uh, we're on a bit of a losing and crap streak there. Um, again, players out. Uh, the Titans only just prevailing 26 to 24. Um, so it's really all in our hands. It's a must win for us uh, at home, 6.15pm on the Sunday. I know the crowd won't be as big as what it could be because it's um, such a late game on a Sunday afternoon. But um, this is certainly a winnable game, Bertie.
1: A hundred percent. It's very winnable. Um, you know, you, look, I, we have the better spine, but in saying that, the last time we played them, oh, David, uh, not David Foran, Kieran Foreign man, he was unbelievable. Scored two tries, literally just ran around Davy, and that was, pre- I think, that was Davy's first game or second game in first grade, and we were questioning like, why is he there? Um, you know, I'm, I'm nervous heading to this game just because last week I was worried about Fenwell Blake being that alpha dog. This week, you got F- Tino, you know, flying elbow Tino, you know. Um, then you got, like, F- exactly, Fafina.
0: Of course, it'll be a successful series for Queensland, even though they're playing dead rubber. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've also got AJ Brimson backing up from um, from, from Origin 2.
1: Uh, yeah. With
0: Jaden yeah. Campbell sitting on the bench there, we just don't know how he'll be utilised.
1: Look, and then they've got speed out wide, like, uh, you know... I love Fijani, Pereira, You know he's he's a speed demon. Like Sami's pretty quick. Like this isn't a team where um this isn't like the West Tigers, you know, or the Bulldogs or something where or the Dragons. They've got strike. You know across the across the paddock. They, you know they almost beat the Broncos a couple of weeks ago. No, hang on, they did beat the Broncos a couple of weeks ago. So they've been in, they've been in a lot. Very rarely have I seen them get flogged this year, and it just seems like you know they've sack, obviously they sacked their coach, but. Yeah, you know, this isn't a team we shouldn't we shouldn't take lightly and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a close game. You know, you look at the last three, four games we've had with them, they've been, you know, a try in it and look, um, I'll, I'll be nervous if we hold if we're holding a lead because as I said, they can strike from anywhere, you know, Fafida can break the game, you know, on the off his own off his own, you know. So I feel as like though we've got the edge over them in our halves, you know, our kicking game should pin them in, but you know, if um if we if we turn out like last week our you know, a contacted defence, it's just gonna be another another disappointing result.
0: Yeah, as long as it's a return to exactly where we were before last week's game when there were so many players out and provided that our origin players are uninjured and are able to back up, uh, which we're expecting them to do and the same for the Titans. Um, I think the bench uh, is probably a, a stronger point for us uh, over the Titans and I think you're right. I think the spine for us is probably a, a higher point than than the Titans' spine as well. Um, but the, the forwards pack can be that their starting pack uh, is, is probably similarly rated to us. I'd expect us to beat them. I guess Cleese Haas um, is probably a little bit of a step down from our starting second rowers. But having said that, Sean Lane is what second game back from injury, first game starting, and you're right, uh, the back line is pretty, um, pretty similar. Um, they've probably got a bit more speed with Cam Pereira and Philip Sami, whereas uh, we might have a little bit more skill in the centres. Um, one player I think we should be targeting is Aaron Shoup, uh, Sh- Shop or Shoup. Um, but he's shown um, he's got the, the turning circle of the Queen Mary, so I'd expect uh, them to be running some shapes down his edge and really engaging him, making him make decisions at the line, um, and that might pull apart that defensive edge there where they can uh, have some joy. Um, but outside of that, um, but for the bench, I think it's, it's pretty even Stevens.
1: It's a it's a very weird bench for them. Like they got a winger in Fafita, they got a hooker in Randall, Aaron Clark's a um, a dummy half turn, you know, middle now. Like, and they got Jaden Campbell. Like, so they've literally got no forwards or no middles on their bench. And look, it's it's a it's a massive risk or a massive gamble um, from the coach to you know rely on you know f- Mo um, Awaker and Tino to punch out those long minutes. So, look, if we um, I, f- I feel as though... Just kick early and just try and tire them out. Keep the ball in play because they'll they'll get gassed and we have the you know our our forwards can can uh, have a bigger engine than them. So you know I, I feel as though uh, they'll just run out of gas and run out of troops in the end.
0: All right, well let's go to predictions. I'll just start with Hams because he managed to send his through, which has. Eels winning 38 to the Titans 10. Will Penasini first try scorer Bertie, birdie? I think uh, we're both in agreement here. We're probably not um, as high on the Eels after last week. Uh, remains to be seen whether that's um, going to be uh, played out. But, Bertie, what what can we put you down for?
1: Um, I, I feel as though we'll get back to winning ways um, and high scoring. So I feel as though we'll win 32, Gold Coast. I'll give them 18 points. I, I feel as though they can score three tries. Um First try score. I'm gonna go. Well, I can't go Pinnocenti and copy Ham, so I'm gonna go Russell. I think he's gonna have a bounce back game, you know, and um, score the first try, similar to what he did um, against South Sydney, where he uses his speed to cut in. And yeah, I feel as though um, you know, just be a, it will just be a reset, and we'll just get back to winning ways, and we'll dominate them. I feel as though we'll come out physically and dominate them, and wouldn't be surprised if um, Brad Arthur gives them a. Um, like a meter target for the opposition to restrict them to less than say, you know, 800 or whatever, or 700, whatever, whatever he had before. So I feel as though, um, expect us to do a number on Tino and Fafita, but, uh, yeah.
0: All right, Ed. for me, I'll put us down 26 to 18 victors, get back to the winner's circle, um, make a sevo. first try scorer. Uh, the boys are got to get back on that winning table, as I said. Seven games to go now, uh, including our very last round by. Um, our for and against, unfortunately, took a bit of a whack on the weekend, um, although we still are up in the top, I think, three or four teams for um, for and against differential. Uh, what are we, so Panthers are 193, Sharks 134. We're still third best, just one point above the Broncos. Um, so we've certainly got it in our hands to win uh, win enough games to get into the finals. Um, but again, we'll need to win at least, I think, four of those matches from our remaining draw. And there is that difficult four-game away trip uh, coming up. Um, all right, Bertie, we'll... On...
1: Oh, also, before we go... Um... Keep an eye on for the future. Um, We've got a game, the under-19s game, State of Origins, this Thursday, 7.45, um, 13th of July, sorry. Uh, We're going to see a few, there's a couple of eels in it. Um, You know, Ethan Sanders, the future of the club. Um, Who else is in it? Charlie Gama, second row. uh, Ham loves him. Who else is in it? Um, Sam Tuavati, I think his name is. So there's a few eels in there. Um, You know, get a a good look at the future. Um, Very rarely do we have, you know, para juniors i think last year we had one in that larry Munga- oh, i'm bad yeah that's it so it's good to see um you know even a even a you know halfback there because you know there's a, there's a few teams after sanders and you know this will be like unless you go down and like with ham and 40 and watch the jersey flag you know this will be my first time you know watching sanders play so i'm looking forward to see how he is see um what all the hype is about him and um yeah can't wait for it uh that's on the thursday seven forty-five. Channel 9 and Foxtel, yep.
0: Good shout out there, Bertie. All right, well, enjoy uh, the under-19s rugby league. Hopefully the Blues get a win as well on the Wednesday night. I'm going to be down there. Um,
1: Yeah, don't party too hard because uh, I am bailing you out.
0: (laughs) And uh, then we are hoping for a win uh, on Sunday at home. All right, Bertie, we'll leave it there. Go Parramatta. Yeah, go
1: Parramatta.